0: My Sheffield friends are not interested at all. Basically, <laughs> one of them, he said, he said, I've just been sitting there to watch Dune. So I sent him the link to the, the pod. He's like, uh, a bunch of half French pussies talking about films. No thanks.
1: Yeah,
2: this is the problem wow. like, I'm facing. What can't I'm going to batter it? I want to batter it. <laughs> wow, this, oh, this is the
3: too. first time I've been called a half French. I've been called I a blackie. No, I've been called a blackie <laughs> before. <laughs> I've been called an Arab. I've been called an Arab before, but never half French. <laughs> you've
2: never been more offended either yeah exactly <laughs> I'm not half yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> how dare they yeah there's your intro
3: What's up, everyone? I'm Shafi Malik, and you're listening to the Who Docs Popcorn Podcast. The premise is simple. One of us picks a film that we know the others haven't seen. We all watch it and come here to discuss it. Joining us tonight is Dave McHugh. I'm worth ten. Kyle Hammond. Yeehaw! And all the way from a white town called St. Peter, Andy (laughs) Newlands. Reach for the sky. (laughs) here's your warning we'll be going into heavy spoilers <laughs> so if you haven't seen the film we thoroughly recommend you watch it before listening to this this episode's choice is andy's andy has chosen 2021's a the harder they fall written directed by james samuel aka the bullets it's a neo-western that follows nat love as he embarks on a journey to find a famous outlaw named rufus buck and avenge the murder of his parents Andy, why did you choose this film?
1: I chose this film to make your life better (laughs) because I knew, I knew you wanted to watch it, but also the trailer blew me away. I, I (laughs) was like, this, this could be one of the greatest films of all time. Like it's, it was exciting. You know, the cast, the cast alone sold it to me, but mainly you. I wanted you to have um, a good time. (laughs) actually watch a film you seem so depressed after <laughs> i was like wow this guy like this guy's not normally down on film so i thought i'd pick you up so that in a nutshell is why i uh, i went for the for this uh elbra fest
3: well it's funny because andy i was gonna mention that i'm so i'm so glad you picked this because in a way this evoked everything that i criticized about dune it's the, the this uh, makes up for all those criticisms here we go wow but anyway we'll we're going to get into that but let before we actually go into specifics of the film i sort of uh, mentioned this to you guys earlier but i think it's be- like the like the wailing episode and also the, the bond episode it's good that the the viewers <laughs> gauge what our experience is with the western
2: genre i'm a bit young to be honest
3: <laughs> nice uh andy we'll start with you what is your experience with the western genre
2: okay so i've been oh, to the grand canyon <laughs>
1: <laughs> they call me
2: john wayne eh?
1: I've, um... oh there <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And that's that's awful,
3: so
2: nice. remember this is a global podcast i so will mean nothing yeah but then they'll look it up that's, they can't that's spell wayne
3: it's a o-a-o-u-a-i-s-n-e <laughs> <laughs> Whatever.
1: yeah i want to be referred to as don wayne for the rest of this
2: episode <laughs> <laughs> the rest of your life
1: right so basically yeah i've been to grand canyon so i know what <laughs> the landscape looks like red dead redemption i played a lot of that I haven't seen that many movies, but I remember like when I was little, I used to go to Universal Studios and stuff. I always used to like, and I used to like seeing the stage shows of like all the prop guns and the the fights. Yeah, Westwell the TV show that's got like a heavily Western theme running through series one in particular. I remember watching uh, that film with Mel Gibson where he was playing poker in the (laughs) Western bars. Yeah, Maverick man, that was cool. So. I, I've got a bit of an affinity for the Wild West. I remember like learning about it from school and uh I remember Brave Star growing up as Bravestar, like
2: oh, was that yeah.
1: cartoon. Oh it was my God so quality, Oh like, wow, so,
2: yeah, nice, nice shot. Yeah.
1: Wow. So I've always yeah, I'm not an expert on anything, obviously. I've seen a few...
2: Yeah.
3: Mm. Wow. I always thought that I wonder if like on an off day, Bravestar gets the animal. Of the power wrong So he ends up saying Strength of the Puma Puma And he ends up being Quite lame And you know
1: <laughs>
0: What's the name of the horse? Tex? Ooh. No Tex was the villain
1: Tex the villain? Tex the villain? I can't remember to be honest <laughs> I don't remember um, yeah. yeah so basically In a nutshell <laughs> chef, in, in terms of movies Very little But have got a big affinity for the, for the wild, wild west, and even films like Back to the Future, you know, like that's what I grew up. No, like Spaghetti Western and sort of, you know. Well, if you've old... seen
0: Back to the Future 3, you've basically seen a fistful of dollars.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. What? So, yeah, man. No, not at all. I'm a big, I'm a big yeah, I, don't,
3: I don't remember the DeLorean being yeah. <laughs> driven by uh, a train in a fistful of dollars. Um, <laughs> that was a
2: deleted scene. <laughs>
1: I've seen Cowboy. No, I remember, I
3: remember the particular scene from <laughs> Back to the Future 3. Do you remember the, 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 st- the viral video? That leads,
2: yeah, the little bit you know? points oh, yeah. there as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's so weird. so What's weird, that, isn't it? Wow. What is he doing?
0: <laughs> I think we need to explain that. Just go on, go on YouTube and look in Back to the Future Three Weird Kid, and it shows you it's one of his Doc Brown sons, isn't I it? At,
3: like Robert Zemeckis so must have come across, but he must have like rewatched that scene in
2: order to do the editing. So how come we didn't notice that? It's in the background, isn't it? What was the other high school film where the guy gets gets his ass out in the bus? It's a uh, Team Team Wolf, isn't it? Where the guy gets <laughs> his <guesses laughs> dick out? <Yeah>. In the... <laughs> Honestly, if you're an extra, you're so bored. You've got to do something. <laughs> hold, up, hold up some extreme, extreme right sign or something. You've got to do something.
3: In the Baywatch intro as well, if they're running in slow motion, in the background someone pulls a mo-
2: Mooney yeah, that wasn't that wasn't the intro. It was one episode. Yeah,
3: oh, was that? I thought I was actually I thought it was the intro
2: and the Desperate Housewives of Jersey. Someone called a moody on the beach at Brallans oh, as they? well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you. <laughs> I wish. um so, Sorry, an, Andy. Too much.
3: Is that everything? That no, you were, I think
1: I think the last sort of cowboy film I saw before this was probably Wild Wild West with Will Smith. So I've just, just seen wild silly, wild you know. He's such an idiot. Silly cowboy films, um, but I love them.
3: Kyle, so out of all the classic Westerns that you've mm. seen, what yeah. would you say is the best, your favourite? Classic ones. What,
0: what, what are we talking classic? Like pre nineteen seventies,
3: 70s. Yeah, pre-80s, I'd say.
0: Pre-80s, okay, right. Don't want to be like boring, but obviously The Good, The Bad and The Ugly is an amazing film. Is that your favourite out of the trilogy? For years, I always said I preferred a few dollars more. But wow. no, I've, I've not had time. I wanted to rewatch them all, but I don't have time for that. So I've, I've done a bit of a YouTube deep dive and done what Noonan's does and just watch clips and stuff. And yeah, Good, Bad, and Ugly. Just this, those two songs, man, the main theme and then the Ecstasy mm-hmm. of Gold. Absolutely amazing. Yeah,
3: yeah that, um, that's a tune. And that's actually the, the music that uh, Metallica play as they go on stage.
0: Yeah, yeah. And they actually did a cover of it as well. Lee Lee Van Cleef is quality in, um, well, in fact, in. So, Lee Van Cleef and Eli Wallach are amazing in um, Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Yeah. Uh, But Lee Van Cleef is amazing as well in uh, For a few dollars more. But the guy that plays, oh, what's his name? The guy that plays the villain in For a few dollars more, um, Gian, he's an Italian guy, Gian Maria Volante. Quality, man. That guy's, and he's he's like a villain in uh, Fistful of Dollars as well. Um, But he's like part of the brothers that, He's playing off two sides against each other in he in that film. Um, which is very much like a Red Dead 2 um mission where he, there's two families and you you play them off against each other. But he plays one of the brothers in that, but he's also the main kind of villain in for a few dollars more and he's quality in that. He's got yeah. the weird pocket watch that he opens that plays that ding, 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 mm-hmm. ding,
3: ding, ding. Yeah. Um so yeah, I guess the so basically your answer is good to bad. Uh, Yeah, which is obvious, um, really. But I guess you could say that, I mean, you could sort of, your answer could be the whole trilogy. I I would accept that as an answer. To be uh, honest, the
0: classic ones, I've not seen much else. of Magnificent Seven and Once Upon a Time in the West. But All I can really remember from Once Upon a Time in the West is that Charles Bronson plays a harmonica. I can't really remember anything else (laughs) about it.
3: So now, of all the modern Westerns, what is your favourite? (sighs) Oh,
0: damn. I'm going to give three. Ooh, I'm gonna say Unforgiven. No, no, True no, Grit.
3: no, 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 no! You've got to pick one
0: because you might take you might take Dave's choice. So, right, okay. Um, I'm gonna say I'll
3: give you a time off.
0: I'll say my three anyway. But so it's it's choice between Unforgiven, True Grit, and There Will Be Blood. Right, okay. and I'm gonna go with Unforgiven.
3: Okay,
0: wow. Um, so tombstone Dave- is tombstone a close fourth. Okay. <laughs> Dave, out of all
3: the
2: classics, what is your favourite uh, Western? Well, from the classics, it's all about a fistful of dollars for me. And I, and I love Yo know, Jimbo as well. And I don't really mind that it's a rip-off. I just, I love both films. Have you both seen Yo Jimbo? Yeah, man. It's, man, it's, that's, like, it is, that's
0: some hardcore cool view, like,
2: man. It's identical. It, it's literally a 100% rip-off. You'll never see more blatant rip-off in film.
0: Or even Seven Samurai and Magnificent Seven.
2: I, I guess uh, on a par, sorry, with that, yeah. But they, they did that on purpose. That was like above board. But with this, it's like wow. But they're both great and they're incredible. So yeah, I can't. I, I just I can't <laughs> help but love it so much.
0: Is your choice your Jimbo later?
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. Dave, what's your uh, favorite classic western? Sorry, favorite no, modern, modern western.
2: God. Desperado. Nice. Let me enjoy oh, it. It's yeah. just so enjoyable. Oh, yeah. It is, yes, mate. So, now you're talking. It's so good. It's so fun. It's yeah. just so wonderfully, wonderfully fun. Oh, you! I've legend, seen though. that film about twenty five times, and I just love it every time I watch it. It's just such a fun movie. Nice. Remember when nice. I
1: tried to grow that Antonio Banderas
2: haircut <laughs> a <few> years ago? <laughs> Not yet.
0: <laughs> right, just so Shafi doesn't kick off Shafi, what is your choice? What is your favourite classic western? <laughs> I don't wait that I didn't kick off
1: before I just sort of Yeah you did you really saying We never ask you and we're self-obsessed
3: <laughs> I'm a big uh, Sam Peckinpah fan so The Wild Bunch is probably my favourite out of all the classics
0: Wow Okay, um, so you would love Red Dead Redemption 2 then because basically I've not seen The Wild Bunch but most of Red Dead Redemption 2 is just The Wild Bunch.
3: Wow. Really? Is that what we've yeah. been told?
0: That's what a YouTube video told me yesterday, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right.
2: And
3: there, I was thinking about this a lot, uh, about kind of modern Westerns, and uh, there is a film that was released, I think it was 2004, and I'll need to sort of look at the year, but it's uh, a film called Blue Ruin. Oh, And I think yes. the... I think the themes and, you know, the way it's shot and the, the way it's directed, um, it's not one of, it's not just one of the best like thrillers of all time. I think, you know, I think it's up there with all the best Westerns. And um, yeah, I, that's my recommendation of the, of the week is a film called Blue Ruin, directed by Jeremy Saulnier.
2: Yeah, it's off the chain
3: did a uh, follow-up called green room and in a way you could say that's sort of a western as well and i mean it's more of a siege movie but i you know I, I think uh i think he's 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 really good at doing these type of modern westerns sort of like the coen brothers uh so yeah i'd i'd, I'd, I'd say uh, those those two films uh fa- thanks for asking
0: i thought you're gonna choose the quick and the dead because i know you love sam raimi
3: <laughs> yeah that's a really good film as well man that's i'm saying there's so many good ones you know what you could be, as i said like there are so i was talking to uh our friend michael scott uh the other day uh, uh because he's a big scott adkins fan and i was even sort of brought, brought up the point that the avengement you could see as a as a western um the fact that you know the i guess in the surface and stuff thing. yeah 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 the bar fight and um and you know someone who's just you know come out of prison for revenge, you know. Yeah, I, I think there's there's lots of good stuff there, and lots of stuff that you wouldn't think are westerns that are westerns. And it's his
0: brother at the end, isn't it? Yeah, his brother.
2: It's, it's, yeah, it is. Yeah, but it's, that's not yeah. really, not not a secret reveal, though. Is it? I actually yeah. watched Green Room for the first time yesterday. Really? Oh, really? really what do you think of it? It's really good. It's, it's fucking nuts. Yeah. It's just. It's really it's fucking crazy. It's just. It's so interesting because. You feel like they are doing their best to make it look like that and oh yeah, it's a really, really cool film. It's a great film. Oh man. And, we, uh, cool and
3: like Patrick Stewart when he says, Bring in the red laces and you don't know what what, you know, <laughs> what these these crazy motherfuckers
2: are gonna do. That's so. a, such a mad casting. Hella high water as well, I guess is kind of a nice. Modern oh western yeah, yeah, there. that's a that's yeah, yeah good that's, a that's,
3: really a, fun. that's yeah, that is what you call uh, the equivalent of uh, like a straight up like modern western, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, most blatant type of, and it's a good film as well. It's fun. So because Dave uh, doesn't watch trailers, I'm guessing um, I'm not going to ask Dave this. But uh, going back to Kyle, when you saw the trailer of the harder they fall, what, what do you think? What, what, I don't what, think I watched it. What were it, you expecting?
0: Mate. I probably didn't watch it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so if what I, about if I may, If I may interject, I watched half of the trailer because I just couldn't help myself. So I knew that Idris Elba was in the train and that's what they were robbing. They were robbing Idris Elba. And I was so angry and pissed off of myself because I knew that Idris Elba was on the, on the train. Not gold, not money. It was Idris Elba. And why would anyone watch a trailer? I just don't get it. It ruined an amazing scene. Maybe the best part of the film was that train scene. And, it, oh, and really? I knew, yeah, oh my God. That is one of the coolest scenes
3: in history. I don't think that film loses anything, knowing that Idris Elba is in...
0: It's not really got to do with the mystery Mystery well, I, guess that anyway, there.
2: I guessed he was in there. Right. What? Okay. After seeing the trailer, go, well
0: no, because I didn't watch the trailer. I can't, well, I can't remember watching the trailer.
2: That didn't even make sense because he was even pardoned. So, why did they have to bust him out? I didn't even get that.
3: Uh, I guess uh, he was, he was heading to a place to be
2: pardoned, right? Yeah, so but why if he was gonna, get yeah, pardoned, they could have just waited, <laughs> they yeah. could have just waited at the trench station. Oh, yeah. um, no,
0: there was a one liner that they were they were going to do something, I can't remember what it was. Wasn't the the guy that they killed that had the keys with a son. Wasn't he renowned for doing some dodgy shit? Can't remember. Let's, uh, let's see if Andy's articulate analysis knows about it. Okay, so
3: <laughs> Andy, would you care to recap this film? And uh, I'm going to give you... Hang on, you... hang
1: on. Ask me about the trailer.
3: Okay, so, because you, well, you already spoke about it, so that's why I haven't asked you. But, okay, Andy, what did you think of the trailer for The Heart of They Fallen?
1: I lost my mind when I saw The Trainer because, <laughs> like, I always remember going up Fort Regent and playing that cowboy game with, like, the shotguns and stuff. So it's like, I've always loved, like, pretending to be one of these motherfuckers. But for me, I actually love the film The Hateful Eight. And I know a lot of people, like, look at Carl's face with off, He's like, thumbs down, blah, blah, blah. But I really mate. enjoyed it.
2: Really, really Honestly, enjoyed it. Honestly, watch it. Carl, give it a second chance. Honestly, I've not it's got four now. hours,
0: mate, to watch it, so.
2: <laughs> is it's it four it's hours. Free. No, it's Triambles. long. It's
0: fucking long. Yeah, sorry, lots wrong. Says the person who
3: asked us to watch two fucking Dune films. But anyway, we'll <laughs> spare two hundred. Cinema doesn't movies. count. mate <laughs>
0: Cinema doesn't count. Come on.
3: Right. So yeah, sorry, Andy. Um, yes, yeah. I saw
1: it, I was, and I saw um, who's the uh, the actress that played um, Treacherous Trudy was in Regina one King. of the... Yeah, Virginia King. She was in one of the coolest series that I've watched recently. Watchmen? Watchmen. Yes, Shappy, new legend. So I was so excited to see her. I was thinking, oh my God, this is this is going to be amazing. And I, was, I looked at it and I kind of was like, oh my God, this is like another hateful eight. And it just reminded me a bit of, I don't know why, but I was just thinking like, holy fuck, this is like Django Unchained, this is Kill Bill, this is going yeah, to be it does have that insane, so. like, it just looked absolutely awesome. And then when I saw the cast and I was like, you know, obviously like all black cast, and I was like, this is brilliant. This is going to be something very, very different, very, very strong. This could be a bit of a not a game changer here, but it was just, it's just good that this, this film should have been made a long time ago. So I was just excited for those reasons. Um, and the trailer, as I say, the trailer blew my mind.
3: Okay. So Andy, could you care to recap this kit film in the space of three minutes, I can do Ooh. it in thirty seconds.
1: I can do it in thirty <laughs> seconds.
3: Okay, let's do. Let's give you one minute and thirty seconds, right?
1: One minute. No worries. I'll take my seconds. time. Oh, okay. So, right. <laughs> wait, hold up. Hold no problem. Up.
3: Okay. Ready, and yeah. here
1: we go. Hey, hey, hey! What's that you see? It's Andy's articulate analysis. Excellent. I've got. I've already used five seconds. I'm not worried about it. Because this film is just a <laughs> lovely, lovely tale of vengeance. So basically, there's this guy, he's a young, young boy when the film starts, and he's eating dinner with his parents. And then this gang arrives at the house and they gun down his parents. And then you see, you see, like the main gang leader carving, carving like his head. Like what the fuck? Like it's insane. My wife lost her mind when she saw that bit and was like, "Oh, is this going to be this gruesome all the way through?" I was like, "Yeah, Probably. that's that's
3: what put Liz are off right from the beginning." Yeah, of, sure it was.
1: It. it was unbelievable. And therein lies, you know, that's the, that's the catalyst. So you know, twenty years, I don't know, 20, 30 years later, the guy grows up and uh, you see him, and he's um, what's been carved in his forehead is a is a cross. And then the rest of the story and, and the film is just a wonderful tale of him trying to find um, the, you know, the gang and, and the leader of the gang, who is a guy called um, Rufus Buck. Um, 15 seconds. And basically kill him. And it's wonderful. And it's just, it's just like 10, magnets. Each, each 9, character gets closer 8, and closer 7, to that badass spaghetti 6, western gunfight. 5, Fucking glorious. Two seconds 2, remain. Peace out, bros. <laughs> Who dropped the popcorn? Fantastic. Well done, Andy. It's well brilliant, done. honestly. I'll, I'll, yeah, sorry, I'll start, I'll start my positive vibes later. But that, that, in an essence, is this film.
3: Okay, well, let, let's just get straight to it then. Um, what did you think, Kyle? What did you think, of Uh
1: Yeah, it was great,
0: yeah. It was, uh, I don't think it's as good as people are making out, but I, just, I really enjoyed it. I've read a lot of criticism about the third act, saying they didn't like the third act, but I love the third act. I thought the middle act was a bit... I mean, it happens in a lot of films. I was a bit... Get a bit bored in the middle act and i did get a bit bored in this as well but the third act and even like the re- i mean we're in spoilers aren't we the reveal at the end which has been done a million times oh turns out that um what's he called
1: um rufus buck rufus, rufus buck, buck is
0: nat love's brother yeah so yeah. he basically kills his father because um he was abusive be abusive yeah yeah but obviously he became a man of god and he was a great father to, to Nat. um and obviously he reveals that at the end and usually I'd have been like, oh, really? But Idris sold it, man. He really sold it. Yeah. 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 He didn't do a lot Good in the man. film, did he? He didn't talk, didn't have a lot of dialogue, really. Just kind of just staring for, for a lot of it. But when...
3: Yeah, we're, we're going to, I'm going to uh, talk when about When it's his that. time
0: to shine, he did it, man. He was great.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. How, how about you, Dave? What, what are your feelings towards the film now, now you've seen it?
2: Yeah. Well, I absolutely loved like the first 45 minutes. And I did think it, Lost it a tiny bit, but that first 45 minutes, man, it was awesome. That start, incredible. Then the comic book style credits, and then yeah. in, the, in the church, oh it, was, oh, it was so good. And then the bit on the train is one of my favourite scenes in cinema history. Wow. I think I'm going to enjoy hurting you, and, oh, and I'm going to enjoy inflicting violence on you. I just love it. You're the hero, yeah. Oh, and then when they just sort of, that long shot down the train and then they all pull out their guns to different sides, like kind of a dance sequence in, in an old-fashioned movie. like, oh man, it's so good. It was wonderful. Did you say it lulled? Is that what you're saying? Or... And then I feel maybe, I guess from the, as weird as it sounds, I guess from the point where Idris Elba was released, I, I kind of, it, it, it just didn't, it was never, it never reached that peak. The point where he's walking out of, out of the, his mini cell and he's like, kill everyone. But then after that, the, the film dropped, I think. But, but it's, it's impossible because it just started so well and so fast. Did you see yeah. what
0: was written on the side of the train, Dave?
2: Man, yeah, man. Black Panther.
0: Yeah, it was <laughs> C. Boseman, So it was um, a tribute to Chariot Boseman.
2: Holy shit. Yeah, man. It was just... Oh. Okay. It was just cool. too too good for words,
3: too good for words. Well, for a podcast, it would be good if you articulated it in words, but anyway. <laughs> I um, can't,
2: I right. can't. Okay, <laughs> first,
3: what's, what's, that was what I was thinking like in the last episode. I said, what do you like about the second Dune film? I just can't explain it. Mm-hmm. Cheers, mm-hmm. thanks, Dave. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so this is quite a stacked cast. I mean, Lakeith Stanfield, was probably the coolest motherfucker okay, I mean, I've ever seen.
3: I mean, come on, Dave. Can you just let me ask the question first, and then yeah, why, to jump why to the have answer. I been
1: asked whether I like this film? In my view, this is outrageous. Because no one cares. you, just what said, you, think. you,
2: said, you said, I said like two this is lines. Story, it's <laughs> really good. This, happens. this I, I is the best, the, you gave, you this gave, the best film I've ever seen. This is the best film I've ever seen. You just told
3: us what you thought of the trailer and then you had to go at me for saying, well, how come you haven't asked me what you thought of the trailer? And now, You're not
2: asking
3: me <laughs> anything. You told me Andy's articulate analysis re- and that was it. You recap and you are talking about how much you love the film and now you're having a go at me for saying, I'm not asking you how much you love the film. Okay. This is outrageous. <laughs> how much did you like this film, man? Did
1: you like it, Andy? All right, so I, I actually agree with the other guys. So the opening... That opening scene was unbelievable. I was like, this, this is going to be quality. And then, a bit like the other guys, it, it lulled a bit. And then as the film went on, I didn't get out of it what I thought I was going to get out of it. I don't blame the film for this. I blame myself because I, I think like going into it, I was, I was expecting a bit more sort of... With like for example, like the substance was quite there. This in the end kind of lacks that for me, um, and just became a bit of a gunslinging fight. And, um, I thought the the fight scene like at the end that had been building up to was it was like playing a video game on easy mode, like it was just like, oh wow, this is not where I thought this film mm. was going. Yeah, I so agree. It, it was good, it was enjoyable, but I don't know. But I, it, it, I thought it was going to have more substance. Um, and in the end, it, for me, it was just a bit of a pop, popcorn movie.
3: When you said it was on easy mode, one yeah. in, what, two of their gang members died, One uh, Nat gets shot in the shoulder. I mean, you yeah. know, if it's in easy mode, then I guess you're not very good at playing video games.
1: Okay, well, that's my
2: view.
0: Ooh, sick burn.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what was the motivation for the others? To risk their lives as well. I, I, that's the question I always ask myself. Like, why are they willing to die for this cause? I know he's the gang leader. He's the gang leader. So, I Jim
0: Beckworth but... wanted to have a shootout with yeah. Chokey Bill, didn't he?
3: And also, didn't the sheriff want to um, take down Rufus Buck? That was, um, yeah, so Daryl, Daryl, Lindo. Daryl Lindo wanted to. Take down Rufus Buck, and you know, his gang had to follow him because so that's his gang. Uh, yeah, the Nat Love's um, gang had to follow him because so that's his gang, right? Yeah,
2: so yeah, but they like Nat Love's original gang. I just don't see for them it's meaningless. This fight doesn't mean anything to them, really.
0: No, no, because no, Cuffy's in love with um, what's she called?
3: Stage,
2: uh, fake, Stage Stage Mary. Yeah, so she's yeah. been
0: captured, and Cuffy's in love with her, isn't she?
3: Also, what Nat Love does is he robs outlaws, so that's why they. I okay, get, uh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I guess, Yeah,
3: they, that's why they're in at the beginning, and basically they're just following their leader to this.
2: Yeah, no, that's what that's my point was they're following the leader. That's that is what it is. Yeah. yeah, nice. Yeah.
3: So okay, yeah. So this is quite a stacked cast. So what are our MVPs of the cast? What uh, does are that they, mean? can explain <laughs> to you what MVP means again, or you're right? Um, maybe one more time. You already said Lakeith Stanfield. Are you
2: sticking with that? Yeah, yeah. He, he was the, the coolest motherfucker I've ever seen. And when he kills his adversary, man, oh my God, yeah, all the way. He's a handsome dude, isn't he? I know. He's younger than I thought. He's only about
3: Faye. Mad man.
0: Yeah. Speaking of which, Jonathan Majors is 32. He's quite, he looks, I thought he's he was quite like wrinkly,
3: Yeah. He's got like a wrinkly face, doesn't he? Mm. But he's actually, a, he's a handsome dude, but he looks, he looks older, but mm. in a complimentary way, he
0: sort of looks
3: mature, you know.
0: <laughs> Something I wrote down was watching this, that this film might have been better if Lakeith Keith Sandsfield and Jonathan Majors swapped characters.
1: Really? Because mm, I treated. think Jonathan Majors
0: is a great villain. When he was playing um, mm. in Loki, when he was playing... Um,
1: yeah, man. What's his name, man? Shuffy? The universe, dude. Yeah, Mr. he called, Kang. Yeah, Kang. So go wow, on, yeah, go you, on, really,
0: you really choose the scenery in that, but um, <laughs> he's awesome in that.
3: Right, okay. Well, you know, it is interesting uh, that we're talking about this film. So basically, with this week, I've hosted a uh, film festival in our local art centre and it's a human rights film festival and the theme was sort of black lives matter and the second film that i chose was the last black man in san francisco which he is like the co-lead and it feels like jonathan majors is it's like we still he i mean he's brilliant in that film the last the last black man in san francisco i think in this film he's i don't know well i guess you disagree carl but i think he is uh he is um He's brilliant in this in this film as well. He's just he's a movie star. You look at him yeah. and the way he I, the thing is he delivers a line in not the way you would expect someone to deliver lines. Like he 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 says he has to certain sort of like the Keith Stanfield actually. Um, he sort of delivers you know that 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 I love that way that moment in the film where he goes I'm worth ten and then it, yeah. and it then it gets to the and that Kid Cudi track kicks in and uh, you're like oh my god it's like
0: you the know coolest, that, that's what we call so a movie cool, star so cool. yeah. is that the Jay-Z track yeah 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 yeah. man that yeah. bit where the beats have got like the gunshots the proper like Spaghetti Western sound effect gunshots fuck that's quality man
2: this film is just super cool yeah, it is just it super, is super cool. cool yeah why are you taking him in yourself I'm worth 10
1: <laughs> yeah I love that
3: it's such a great moment,
2: right? I that know. Just it's just like,
3: such ah, a killer line. That is just. I mean, if you
2: any actor, badass.
3: any actor would fall over themselves trying to uh, just make yeah. sure, like la- land that role, just to, to deliver know. that line. Some motherfuckers are trying to skate uphill. That's just, just <laughs> as good as that line.
2: <laughs>
3: so, Carl, did you give an answer? Who, no, who I didn't was- know. Right. So yeah, who is your MVP of the cast
0: girl that played coffee. So Danielle Deadweiler, um, yeah, she was the only brilliant. character that had any growth as such. Arc,
2: yeah. So yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So the rest of them were all kind of surface level, weren't they? Which is, I don't, I don't even care. You know, it's still, it's still fun. <laughs> she's the only one yeah. that kind of grew as such, you know, she, uh, yeah, she, she's great. She's really good.
2: Yeah. That I bit agree. at the
0: end Fantastic. where she has to shoot out with Cherokee bill. As as an old-fashioned Western guy, that would have been really good if it was in the street and they'd done close-ups of the faces and see them looking side to side. But it was just in a room, but it was still cool. How about you, Andy?
3: I'm exactly
1: the same as Kyle because that character had growth and substance, and I just I just wish a few. And don't get me wrong, I loved like Chuka Bill and all that guys, but I just it, it was very very surface level, and I did have a bit of an issue with that. But, um, yeah, Carl's choice. I did like Stage Coach Mary as well. That Slash Get Up, that's pretty badass.
3: Okay, nice. Right, great. Yeah, I mean, it, we it just what about sort of you, mention a...
0: Sorry, what about you, Shafi?
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, to be honest, there are like so many actors that I could just talk for hours about. Um, you know, who I really liked was the actual... Um, is it uh, Jim Beckworth? The guy that wanted to... Um, the, he wanted to face against uh Cherokee Bill. Yeah,
0: um, the young, it, Arcan. Arcan, yeah, yeah. Siler, I thought yeah. he was
3: really. I think he yeah, was really quite cool. Like he, he was, he was really like he was really good. And I was like, oh, oh, I, man. even though I could predict he was going to die, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please yeah. don't, 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 don't kill him. When we
2: first introduced to him, <laughs> yeah, I just love that scene where he just sneaks up behind them and then he guns yeah, yeah. them both down. It's just like yeah. that's when I was literally. This is this is one of the best films I've ever seen. I was yeah. on, I was standing up shouting. I I what was the just fuck, uh, you need help, man. I'm just home uh, alone uh, in
0: your dressing gown.
2: I do that I was do... windmilling. I was just so excited. It was unbelievable. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, wow. You should see when so Dave
3: good. and Dave and I watch a film together, we're both getting our dicks out and we're both windmilling <laughs> at the same time.
2: <laughs> For was this one like, we yeah! would have. <laughs> when he just like scums him down and then does it behind his back, I was just like, "Oh yes, too good for words."
0: Yeah, what's he called? R.J. Siler. He was he was the Blue Power Ranger in the, re- yes. the reboot. I've not seen that. Wow.
3: Uh, so yeah, like it, there were so many sort of yeah that that opening was just uh, so cool and yeah, I, but well, I think the. Uh, yeah, and uh, Dave was talking about it before, but um, Idris Elba. I mean, what I love, I love it when a movie star is cast as a as not the lead role, and like, yeah. they're and they're and the reason why they're Do you mean cast like Charlton in the, Heston in, role, in
0: Tombstone.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, well, sort of. Yeah, but like
0: that's that like, two lines I just it? <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I, but what I know, well, what, Dennis Hopper and make, hang him
0: High, he's like dies right at the beginning.
3: But the but the point I'm I'm making is that it's their movie star qualities that make them right for that particular role. So for yeah. instance, like Brad, even though I'm, I'm I've got my criticisms on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he's cast perfectly in that because yeah, he's man. someone who sticks out. He's just like physical specimen of a man, (laughs) Um, sort of like Jennifer Lopez in in Hustlers when she enters in that film as well. And, you know, and with Idris Elba, he just, as you you guys said, that he doesn't have that much dialogue, but he just has this brooding presence that you watch, by the end of that film, you think, yeah, well, that guy's a movie star. He should be leading. (laughs) That's why people say he should be Bond and all that stuff is because he he has this sort of physical yeah. presence and sort of like when you know the Joker you know come comes into the scene in the dark Knight, there's sort of like a, a tension yeah, uh, as he as he sort of enters in. And watching this film, if anyone says, Oh, Idris Idris Elba's not a movie star, I just I would just play this film to him and go, obviously he yeah. is. Who says that? There was someone I was sort of talking to on Twitter this years ago, and he said that. Oh, Idris Elba doesn't really have any sort of hits as or sort of like a, in his like movie career, and it feels like his presence is more suited for TV, which I think is one of the most horrible insults you can say to anyone. I remember like Mark Kermode made a whole YouTube video about Jennifer Aniston. I mean, I'm not like a huge Jennifer Aniston defender, but I think that's a really horrible thing to say to someone that your your face isn't good enough for the big screen. I mean, he, there's a reason why he's on fucking radio anyway.
2: I know you guys love Mark, <laughs> Mark Kermode, but... I mean, to be fair, like, he was in The Wire. So, you know, so, it's weird now. In the modern times, you can... Yeah, you, you might be in a situation where the best thing you'll ever do is the TV show you made. And I don't think they'll ever better than Wire. We are talking about a Netflix film as well, so... Brian Hansen will never come close to doing anything as good as Breaking Bad. And it's not his fault. It it just happened to be, you know, James Gandolfini. You know, there are. I, I disagree. I, like, I think Idris Elba is a movie star. Yeah. But it's interesting yeah. if if the TV show you did was The Wire, then it's hard to leave that behind. I guess I don't know.
0: Yeah, R- Roger Moore, the saying, You know. Were... Oh, what?
2: what? <laughs> Will Smith? Why don't you He's shut exactly... the fuck up? <laughs> Roger Moore can do whatever he fucking wants, mate. Movie star, TV star, he's always the best looking man on the screen. He owns every film. He owns every TV show.
1: I actually wish I'd seen this film in the cinema.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. (laughs) I thought you were just going to say, I wish I'd seen this film rather than just reading reading the blurb.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I wish I'd seen this film rather than repeating what everyone said.
2: Wait,
1: ask me now.
3: (laughs) I've got got no words for this.
1: (laughs) <laughs>
3: I can't quite articulate it I can't quite explain it, it.
2: Was, Okay, it was really fucking cool That's what it was <laughs> In that train, it was really, really fucking cool Come on, man that, that, Everything about that scene From the moment she stops it with a long shot When she's on the horse And, oh, man It's just no so hoop. cool Yeah, <laughs> It's just so cool And the way they just own it They just own everyone They just tell everyone what they keep it fucking chilled. they stop everyone from even dreaming of fucking with that. It's so
1: good. Oh my Back god, it, where he gets the knife and he, he cuts the, um, the guy's calves. like That's quality, yeah. that was I've never seen anything like that. That was cool, yeah,
2: man. It's just too good for words, man.
3: <laughs> it's funny that we're talking about, you know, TV shows and films. Do you think this film, this film would have worked better as a TV show? Because no, I don't, wrong. It, no, Miles but in off. a way, Twat. I don't want, I don't. No. I, can you just let me finish. Let me finish. I would have loved to have seen more Idris Elba. I would love to have seen Yeah, more, I do. More Lakeith Stanford. I'd love to. I seen, agree with
1: you, Chef. Yeah, and I would have and, liked to have got to know the characters more. And actually, yeah, yeah. I go a bit further, like understand a bit more about the historical because I I understand they were like real characters from the past, but it just felt a bit like, right, you're that person, you're that person, and you didn't really get to know anything about it. It was just like Bang, off you go. I do like the era of mystery
0: though, man. It's like, yeah, you know, Lakeith is like a Cherokee Bull is obviously like a, Always oh, this cool badass gunslinger. You know, we had that with Star Wars with Boba Fett, and it's only 40 years later that we're getting <laughs> a backstory about Boba Fett or whatever. Oh, but now, nah, well, yeah, man, you can just keep
2: it. Exactly. You're spot on, Carl. You're a legend. Yeah, just
0: keep it like, we don't know who these badass dudes are, man. Going into spoilers though, the
3: day did in the first minute, man, So,
0: yeah, okay. <laughs>
3: They did a hint that they, there's going to be a sequel, the fact that Smith, she survives. You know, you see the back of her, The last shot. So that's the thing. It would have been good if, you know, the, see, what I thought was that he wasn't actually going to kill Idris Elba's character. I thought yeah. that it would sort of, it would just continue, you know, on. And then it would be be quite a good way to end the film that there's still these, to these two you know the end of it's like the end of empire strikes back you know they he finds out he's his father but so it sort of changes the dynamic for the story but the fact he killed him it sort of gets rid of that and now it's and now it's sort of treacherous judy against uh against this this well what's remaining of the gang so i'm thinking i just you might not have believed
0: it, him though he, he said i don't believe you so he still might have like
2: yeah I don't yeah. think he does
3: believe him. Still, that still makes it very interesting. That still makes you think, well, actually, is he or isn't he? But yeah, I, I still would love to have seen this in the big screen. And
1: yeah,
3: it would have been good if the Bullets, the James uh, Samuel was guaranteed a trilogy. So then he could have just plotted this out over three films. That's what I think.
0: Is this his first film?
3: Yes, first film. Debut film. Oh. Oh. Um,
0: wow.
1: Seals That's the other dubbing. thing I was
3: trying to keep remembering yeah, so brother, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. What are the needle drops that you uh, like in this in this film?
0: I saw an interview with James Samuel where he's like, I wanted to include dub.
2: Yeah, and
0: it's strange because maybe he's a gamer. I don't know, but Red Dead Redemption Two had quite a bit of dub, oh, really? which was yeah, yeah, it did. And I was like, when you're playing, it, like this doesn't seem right. But then you've got the dub bass, and then you've got like the, the baritone guitar over the top. And the harmonica and the whistling—it's like, oh, this works. So yeah, there's a couple of dub tracks that were great. That 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 main track with Kid Cudi—his his bit's okay. His bit is very much kind of Western inspired, but that bit when Jay Z just starts spitting and uh, the beat—it's uh-huh. the old school beat—and it's got the gunshots going on. And there's the outro at the end is just just literally just the beat with the gun the gunshots, and I'm gonna I'm gonna loop that and put it in this. <laughs> and if we get sued, I don't care. I'm putting it in because it's quality. Yeah,
2: man. Nice. Give it credit. Cool. And
0: point. yeah, Lauren Hill's in it. It's like Lauren yeah. Hill. What she done?
2: Nothing for years. Anyone else? Well, just the the opening credits. I guess for me, it was just that song and that comic book style was just oh, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, um, man. Those opening nice. credits were unbelievable. No.
1: I, I like so, the way that most of the third act was short as well. Just the fact, like even the beginning, like where like Edrisel was like at one end of the town, then your hero's at the other end, right in front yeah, of the church. Yeah, that's super. That super zoom quality, the like. super
2: zoom over the top was, of his shoulder, yeah,
1: all the way out to was, him. Yeah, it was just wonderful. Like the whole, that whole fucking set was so, like the colors of the
2: fucking bars and everything were just next level. Oh man, yeah, yeah, it was I, beautiful. When they first walk in well, to Trudy's place, I watched that three times. That water bar, that is a speakeasy that I want to have a drink in. Oh my God. And that, that sort of girl's painted blue and mysterious dancing and stuff. It was so cool. And then he just yeah. cruise over to the back where Idris is just sitting on his own. I was just like, oh. And there's so many beautiful shots of sort of outside when they're traveling around and stuff. Just incredible. It's wow. very nice to, because a lot of these
3: modern Western films, they put this sort of brown, Filter on when,
2: yes. When, but
3: instead, they didn't. They got. They just thought, well, no. Let's let's have more than one color. Beautiful blue.
1: Yeah. Right? yeah, it was gorgeous.
0: What I found funny was when they said, "Oh, that's a white town," and they get there, <laughs> literally <laughs> everything is white.
1: The sand
0: is white. The walls are white. Everything's
2: white. <laughs> and that was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then obviously
0: their town they've got is yes, yeah, like it's rainbow color isn't it? Every color on the sun.
1: <laughs> so obviously, like the castness is 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 black and like you know you don't normally see that obviously but like when i was watching this film i i almost forgot that i want i'm just i'm just watching a film and i thought that was that was quite cool like it wasn't
0: andy you've ended racism mate well done (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: that's a good line i like that wow <laughs>
3: but, that <is> um, true. <laughs> that's true. brilliant. Like that's brilliant. Oh, you know, I don't see race. I'm colourblind. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but when you were watching Red Dwarf back in the day, I didn't think, wow, the the two. No, no, you're right. Yeah, you, know, you're right. Yeah, you just don't. I never no, well, you've, right.
1: you've solved racism, Dave. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I
2: have. You tried, but I've I've succeeded. Going back to the
3: music, it, it is. I'm gonna appear on a podcast on Tuesday, another podcast. And um I picked two films to talk about. And one of them is a film called Streets of Fire, and the other is Strange Days. And what I'll get into in the podcast is about talking about how the music dictates the aesthetics of the film. Usually films are made, you know, the director kind of, you know, shoots the shoots the the film and edits it and all that stuff, and then they give it to a composer and then the composer tries to sort of put some sort of score over it and you know make it you know a nice of package but i I think you know those two films it, it, what I'll go into is that the music it kind of dictates the style of the film right down to sort of its clothes, and you know the sort of genre it is and um the, this is a, a film where it w- it wouldn't be what it is without the music. The fact that the the director is a musician and he managed to bag this type of cast, and you know, and you mentioned that he, he got like big names like Lauren Hill and you know the Bullets, I think, produced for Jay Z anyway. But yeah, I think you know that there are so many sort of, you know, as you mentioned regarding like the dub that like, Barrington Levy track over the train robbery. You know, it's actually, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's a, that's a classic track. <laughs> and the fact that it's like, yeah, that does sound like, you know, if you listen to that track in isolation, it, you, you can't help but think of like horses galloping or, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so
0: did, did the Bullets do the the score? Yeah, he did the score. James Samuel, yeah. I can't yeah, find the score to listen to, just the soundtrack.
2: Yeah. The score was, it was awesome, but it was kind of lost behind such a good soundtrack.
0: Yeah. The score definitely had like had influences from a lot of Western stuff, didn't it? But then, yeah, with like a modern twist.
3: Does that final track get the credits? That does, has the same sort of keys as like the score that's going through the film?
1: Just look, I'm looking at images of the film, just like, just blowing my mind how good this set was.
3: <laughs> yeah. And they played, they filmed it all throughout COVID, didn't they?
1: Oh, really? Yeah. They weren't
0: horsing around then?
1: I tell you what we should talk about is that scene where that like, oh, guy gets his teeth knocked out with the gun. Uh-huh.
0: Oh, yeah. It's the Dion Cole as well.
1: He's oh, really good as well. Oh, goodness.
3: So Dion <laughs> Cole is, I did not know he had that sort of screen presence because he, yeah. he's basically a stand-up comedian. Is
2: he? And then he's sort of talking and it transpires that he's just practising. <laughs> he's imagining it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 that was brilliant because he looks like such a bad <laughs> ass he a steak with his gold teeth and he's like get out of my town I love <laughs> that was comic gold that was so funny
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah so yeah I mean there are a couple of uh, issues about the film that that people have brought up, uh, I think maybe you had this call or not, but um the issue of colorism, And I guess we're not really qualified to talk about it because none of us are black, but um, you know, it is worth saying that there are grievances about this film. The fact that stagecoach Mary was uh, uh was a dark skinned woman who's uh was quite, you know, plump in her figure, and she's cast as Zazie Beats. But they, you know, and um, apparently Rufus Buck in real life was light skinned and they Uh they recast him as somewhat dark skinned. But yeah, I mean, I guess it's not our place to sort of comment about it, but I think it's worth
0: acknowledging anyway. So Shafi, you're going to put a link in the description, yeah?
3: Yeah, so yeah, just for the viewers, just let you guys know that we are not black so you know there is this discussion is lacking in representation so we will leave some well thought out reviews that I found from from black writers that uh, come from that perspective so uh, you'll see that in the episode description okay so let's uh, go to the one word review
0: it's the one word review one word review one word review from us to you
1: Except for Dave, who says it's the best.
3: We'll start with Andy. What's your one-word review of the film?
1: Uh, uh, funky.
3: <laughs> Kyle,
2: what's your one-word review? Sharpshooter.
3: Nice. Okay. And what about you, Dave? What's your one-word review? Uh, awesome. Fantastic. All right.
0: Well thought out, Dave.
1: <laughs> your last one-word review has been good. Lovely. <laughs> excellent I oh know fucking, fucking, well well <laughs> fucking well
0: good
2: fucking <laughs> good
3: and my my one word review is banger
0: no one asked you <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right, well, bye
2: <laughs> what's well, one more review fuck
3: my one word review is banger what it's a banger
1: Bango? oh um, All right, don't uh, shoot your load Jesus if you're <laughs> listening to this and you haven't seen this film please watch it at the cinema if you can if it's even possible. Just no, it's, it's finished. It's, it's, it's been the, gone. Yeah, the
3: limited uh, screen oh, time. Oh, oh that's
1: such a shame.
3: But maybe we'll, shame. Uh, we'll host a screening one day in our Ooh. local art centre. and hmm. right.
0: <laughs> Four white guys want you to watch. Sorry, three white guys in <laughs> a brand want you to watch this. <laughs>
1: <planet. That's laughs> some middle-class Shappies, you count them as like, <laughs> that's <laughs> unbelievable. I'm
2: that white. Four yeah. white guys. Have you met Chappies? <laughs> <laughs> Four non-blondes, four (laughs) non-blondes.
3: Before we go to the popcorn post bag, there was some sad news earlier this week. We found out that Dean Stockwell passed away. So it's something that we, he's someone that we mentioned a few times in this podcast. So we thought we'd um, talk about, just spend like a couple of minutes talking about him um, uh, because uh, we chose so what were the films we chose that he uh, featured in?
0: Quantum Leap. Paris, Texas, which we also did a lot about Quantum Leap, but then obviously Dune as well.
3: And Dune as well. I speak for the group to say that he was a tremendous actor. Um, yeah, man. So
0: for our childhoods,
3: as we've spoken before regarding Quantum Leap, um, who, did who, let me just ask you guys a question. Yeah. Who, had an, a, who had an imaginary friend here? Not me. No, mate. Just
2: I you.
3: Yeah, I had an imaginary friend, and his name was uh, his name was Jokey. that's what his name. His name was. But anyway, so I remember watching Quantum Leap and thinking, no, I mean, I didn't literally think it, but it felt like Dean Stockwell would you know, Al was Sam's imaginary friend. And uh it was sort yeah, of, nice of like a that. it was sort of like a nice when you think of Dean, when I think of Dean Stockwell, I think of that warm, helpful presence, you know, this is the this is your go-to guy. This is your what if you're in trouble in this and you want to do the next leap, you've got to you yeah. know this is the person that will help you out in any way you can. And uh it was sort of I remember watching that and then watching Beverly Hills Cop Two, and thinking, "No, you can't be a villain because he's out," you know. So, <laughs> it's Gosh, um, yeah, it's it's nice that uh, you know. As I think we should all raise a glass to uh, Dean Stockwell. Yeah. You know, we salute you, sir. And yeah. um,
2: let's put uh, yeah. on.
3: <laughs> it's uh, you know, we're, we're, we're you're going to be missed, and we will. Rewatch your performances for years and years to come
2: certainly a life to be celebrated definitely Definitely. I've not seen Married
0: to the Mob okay it's a good film yeah he won a So he was nominated for an Oscar for that wasn't
2: he yeah yeah I've never seen it yeah that's Um, a real nice thing your imaginary friend is Dean Stockwell. that's a cool way of doing it I didn't have I didn't have the imagination to have an imaginary friend
0: no I didn't but I love Drop Dead Fred I was like I wish I had a Drop Dead Fred (laughs) in my life yeah
3: that was weird, though, that they kissed at the end, though. Can you find that quite weird?
0: I've not seen it for 30 years, mate, so I can't
3: remember. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> See, that, that feels like they should reboot. That's the film that they should reboot, Drop, drop Dead Fred. I
0: can't believe they didn't did they do a Russell Brand version 15 years ago, 10 years ago when he was <laughs> at his height. Russell Brand was right. Hollywood,
3: you know. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, no, shouldn't it be that guy? Who's the dude that, he's a British oh, comedian, yeah, yeah. he looks like him.
1: Greg something
3: yeah yeah greg yeah davies or something is that, or, something like that, or greg davies is that it yeah
1: greg davies yeah he's too he's older, a, really. old, old teacher yeah but he looks just like him yeah, he does look like, like him. Yeah, right, yeah. when he does his faces and stuff
3: he played he played his son didn't he he played mm. rick 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 Mel played his dad in the show you know what you know the whole popcorn post bag thing i was before you played that made that jingle I was like, let's stop reading out comments because it feels a little yeah. too narcissistic. But um, <laughs> but, any, but now Kyle's made this jingle. We're just enough to have to suck dicks all the time. Exactly. We're <laughs> so. not narcissistic
2: if you've got a jingle. That's fine. That's the rules. It's the Popcorn bag. Tweet us if
0: you're feeling glad. Success or fail. Send it in an email. Popcorn bag. Leave a like so we can brag. Maybe read it out on air. The Popcorn Postbag. Yeah.
3: This uh, part of the popcorn postbag, we got a message, a lovely message from Adriana from Florida. And, uh,
2: and she, nice
3: she, yeah, and she has said, this is after listening to the June episode, she said, just listen to the episode and want to say that I love the dynamic you and your friends have. I'm going to listen to the rest of the episodes too. My favorite parts were the random anti-redhead sentiment, the whispering <laughs> rant, and how it's, Star Wars blatantly ripped off Dune. All in all, you should be very proud of this podcast of yours. I'd be happy to promote it too. It's very nice of oh, wow! Well, so, thank you very much. Great. So, um, well,
1: We cracked uh, America. Brilliant.
3: We yeah. cracked America. We did what um, Oasis
0: couldn't do. Yeah, it <laughs> next.
3: And Canada. Okay, I'm, I'm quite excited for this choice because hopefully, Dave, you haven't picked a slow and meandering film. You've picked a really big fun film for us to, you know, we don't have to sort of read philosophy books to have an understanding of the oh, film. I pray.
0: I want Andy to hate this film. Oh, just <laughs> I'm
2: just Fucking hell. I'm so busy. Here we go.
3: Okay, so, here um, we go. so
0: Dave, what is your choice
3: for the next
2: film? It was going to be um, Stranger Than Paradise, but I'm not allowed the film for 1984 anymore. And it was black and white and it was pretty slow. So I'm not allowed the film I wanted. This is a 1990 classic. <laughs> so I am going with Singing in the rain. Yeah. Oh, no. fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, bitches. Get ready. <laughs> singing in
3: the rain. Yeah, I think Carl, yeah. Ka- you'd like singing in the rain. It's a good film.
2: What the the original
1: nineteen fifty two? Yeah, no the, original, <laughs> yeah, know, the, the remake. Life. Oh fucking hell, Dave!
3: The, the, the remake, the remake ste- starring The no, 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 no. <laughs> remake is step up to the streets.
2: <laughs> we what? Yeah, get ready. Singing in the rain. Get ready, With oh. Gene Kelly, <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I'm leaving. It's not that
3: long. It's not that long. It's not that long. Oh, so God. I think it's a good choice, it, Dave. I'm, I'm happy you with it. your choice.
2: Yeah, yeah, but oh. it's a good choice. It Doesn't was, matter though. Did you must have seen it like hundred years ago? Yeah. Oh yeah, ages ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think but, I've yeah.
0: I've seen like bits of it years ago as a kid.
2: Kyle and Andy, you will be like, you "This is the best off, film mate. I've ever seen." <laughs> you will both be like, "This is the best." How, film how long I've I've is ever the seen. film? Anyone know? It's about it's about an hour and 30. It's real, real slow. It's beautiful. It's <sighs> oh, absolutely beautiful. And get ready, it's the antithesis of the films I've chosen before. I can't win with you guys, Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm I'm glad. Why can't you, you just, just choose
1: like fucking?
2: a film of a car like,
1: oh, by you know, the way
3: I would have been very annoyed if someone picked another 2021 film Kyle, Kyle looks like he's going to kill himself this I is I like one of the
0: so. films that the teacher would roll out the big rickety TV at school and go here watch this I one have a uh, cigarette mate, and that's and called just, The Boy From Space
2: yeah
1: <laughs> The Boy From Space is going to be my choice by the way I'm telling you now
2: I don't even get you two, it is impossible no, I not right. to love this film. No, it, I won't like this It is impossible. All right, no, there's <laughs> nothing <laughs> I <I'll laughs> like about this film. Because I know why you chose this, because you think about Gene Kelly. Like,
1: oh, Officer Ron in the daytime, buying egg. suits and 300 pound <laughs> shoes face, and
2: fucking every and kind of and to St. John's. That's why okay, okay. you chose this film,
1: because you're fucking insane. No, this, this is good stuff. Keep it for the next step.
2: Keep it on the stage. This is good stuff.
1: Don't even work in an office. What the fuck?
3: Oh yeah, by the way, is it showing anywhere? I don't even know whether, can you rent it or
2: not? Or... Oh, I wonder, is it still showing at the cinema? And no, I think it's probably finished <laughs> at the cinema now, Shepard. about <laughs> like, 60 years old? We should, we should. We should... <laughs> Screen number um, one. Excuse me, hello, Cineworld. I'm just wondering, <laughs> have, have you stopped showing Singing in the Rain? <laughs> um, yeah, about 50 years ago, mate.
0: Congratulations, Dave. You've, you've killed this podcast, mate. Well done.
3: Congratulations. You played yourself. <laughs>
1: Oh, Dave, uh, I can't believe you're making me watch a musical. Why can't you be like Shafi's choices have been amazing? The wailing, uh,
2: too. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, so, you come yeah, with shit,
3: you can rent it out on Amazon.
2: Oh, viewers, get ready to. You will never hear people eat their words more than Carl and Andy on the next show. Yeah. They I think you're going to like say, it. Say sorry. I'm so sorry, Dave. You are wonderful. You're uh, so good looking. I, I, I will prefer You're so that intelligent. Symbol,
1: which is so shit. It's
2: unbelievable. <laughs> only oh, shit we always went for an episode about medicine blood simple I'm glad I'm glad we got the <laughs> symbol in
3: Kyle looks like he's having an existential crisis just I'm just at. thinking
2: like Instagram
0: the hashtags there won't be any hashtags exist for this film basically <laughs> good is three, this the
1: first musicians. film where every actor in it will be dead or are they still alive
2: oh my gosh maybe probably yeah. everyone's dead yeah oh gosh why
3: were you we no. hoping to get someone on the show
2: <laughs> we can do a seance and
3: we'll see how it goes.
2: <laughs> this is okay. ridiculous. We did a seance. <laughs> 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 Hello,
3: is Gene Kelly there? If Gene <laughs> Kelly's
0: in the room, please make a noise. Is it a musical as well? It's a musical. It's oh, your favourite genre. It's your favourite. It's, it's, like it's like the
3: worst genre, man. genre. <laughs> Okay, Dave, could you send the viewers home?
2: Okay, so please send any questions, comments, praise, hate mail, or one-word reviews to the popcorn postbag at who drop the at gmail.com or like follow harass us on Twitter at Who Popcorn or Instagram at Who Popcorn. You can also leave the review on your podcast app. And please remember like and subscribe if you listen to who drop the popcorn. We really appreciate it. See you soon. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Right, keep it real. Layers.